Hoff. I am Erin Pekinis. I am Morgan Higgins. And we have with us the illustrious, I used that word last year. Illust- Wait, yes. Illustrious, yep. right. Mm-hmm. You well, said it right last time. Sorry, illustrious. Because <laughs> I think it's a good thing. But then when I heard it, I was like, wait, was that the right word? I do this a yeah. lot these days. The illustrious. Ginger Her with us. Yay! Yay! Why is hello? it called illustrious? What? I don't know. I don't even know what that means. But I use a lot of words is in it context. Like related to illustrated. Well, because that's, right? I'm like, that's very true for you. You come with a lot of visual <gasps> beauty. So I you feel do. like this is true. Not on this me, but my No, you too. You're <laughs> always so cute. Yes. Because you can't see her right now. But this is her, I didn't all the way, like I slept in today. This is her I slept in today look, and it's pretty good. It's impressive. Yeah. It's an impressive I slept in oh, today thanks. look. Yeah. Yeah, but that you is why. pass that on to your daughter oh, as well. You know, right? There's like much vision. Who listens? Hi, Sage. Hi, Sage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's why we are having you on. We are ta- the, I feel like you are a double pronged guest mm. because last year when I was polling everybody in all of humanity, you and I were talking about church growth in particular and mm-hmm. talking about what does it look like for a church to really explode in numbers and be continuing to be gracious and obedient and glad and not sticky about like, but God, I don't want it to go this way. What is it? You know, and kind of aware of the traps of that. So we had talked about that. Um, and then obviously the hospitality blowout of late, I feel like we have to talk about because you're the boss of that. <laughs> I feel like you are like, you know, part of the boss of the hospitality blowout. Yes. So we're going to talk know, about Hospitality that has, it's, it, God used a few things coming together there with the Rosario Butterfield book, Hospitality Club. It it was like Grace already there. Too. Remember we were talking about this oh, at yeah, Grace Agenda where right. we were like, wait, that was crazy. Like that was hospitality. Yeah. Epically leveled up. Yeah. That's a thing to think about. Yes. Yeah. Their church. So for the last couple of years, we, uh, our family has gone to this, uh, uh, conference over in Moscow and the church is like insanely hospitable. So like all of a sudden you've got like, you've got this invite to everybody coming to the conference. Like, if you want an invite to a Sabbath dinner on Saturday night, you should just let us know and we'll get you hooked up. And you're like, but what does it take for a church to be like, all right, however many people are coming, we have no idea. Just no, totally. email us and we'll figure out where you go. And like to have like, a like that the average hospitality across all the families is solid enough that you're like, It'll be fine. Right. Like, like the, however the, many yes. people, like yep. 200 or 500 totally. or 700. I don't know. It's probably going to work out. I'm sure there had to be some weird dinner somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because that is the, that is the baseline of hospitality is like, sometimes it doesn't actually go all that well. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because awkward. we talked about, if we go back, we want to have Sarah and yeah. Rachel come on and talk. And you stayed at Sarah's yes. Airbnb. And they invited us to dinner. When Woo, we yeah. That, that was very fun. hospitable like that. Yeah. It was very fun. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So before we get started on all of the hospitality, yeah. can you give us like, because I was thinking about this the other day, this is for our body and our Christian ladies. Yep. So would you give it's us someone like, in Singapore, by the way, who are you? Really? Who are you? <laughs> I saw that I was on, I haven't been on there forever. And I was like, Singapore. Who in Singapore There's also someone from is Garrett close enough that it could bounce as oh, Singapore? Maybe it is. Uh, wait, no, where's are they is in Japan? Taiwan. I don't know. I don't I can't remember. Did he go to Japan that. or did he go to China? I don't know. Somebody Taiwan? answer this for us. Later. I know. Why do I not know this? Now I feel bad. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. It is Japan. Yeah. Okay. Because okay. because Joyce is Chinese, but they're in okay. Japan. yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. That is anyway. weird. Okay. So since this is sort of for our local body, what is your story? Where did God grab you? Have you been a Christian forever? Do you like, 
have you always been a Christian? How you know, Reader's yeah. Digest version. That's right, because so, you are a Marysville person. I am yeah. since like ninth grade. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We to me that's ninth grade. Yes, that is actually um, a Yeah, key so thing. I grew up in a Christian home. My grandparents were Christians and great grandparents on one mm-hmm. side at least were Christians. Um, and so I, you know, I was the little three year old in the back seat saying, Jesus, please come to my heart. Jesus, please come into my heart. You know, and the, you know, we're driving. I don't even know. I just have this yeah, yeah. picture in my head of my parents. We lived in California at the time. And so, you know, driving on the back road and saying that, I don't even know. That's awesome. But, um, yeah. And then I think I was like eight and I, you know, rededicated my life. I did mm-hmm. actually, I wanted to get baptized at seven, but the church that I went to made me wait till I was eight. Cause you know, it was just kind of like wait and see because that's mm-hmm. pretty yeah. young um at least it was eight not 28 that's right, right. <laughs> so yeah so I got baptized when I was eight um and you know I can't when I was in high school was not exactly the best you know you still kind of were like a good Christian person but um yeah then but you're not like on the inside pushing right? yeah, the like, borders LA, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah. what does that look like but um yeah so then I actually went through like first stage church discipline with mm-hmm. my pastor. Like his wife seriously? came to me, yeah, because mm-hmm. I was in a relationship that I should not be in. Okay. Um, and so she said, "Because it's like I know my, you know, my parents had said, well, you know what we think about this, but we're not going to tell you what to do." And I was seventeen at the time. Like uh, I already know what you should tell me what to do, <laughs> and I'm seventeen. But it was still kind of that, I, you know, I didn't own it in my own heart mm-hmm. of, like, then stop it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, I, so she talked to me. I was probably 18 at the time. And so I was like, of course, finally someone's telling me what I know. No, and I just need to do funny, Like, the relief of, like, yes. someone of is drawing discipline. a line. Yes. I feel yes. like yep. toddlers are the best picture yes. of that where you're, like, they're just pushing, pushing, pushing. And no, especially good discipline. crazy drunk toddler. You're right. like, yes. oh, you just need a quick spanking. They're, like, spanking. careening around yep. wishing that somebody would spank them. And, like, just be sturdy for them kind mm-hmm. of thing because yep. they're out of control. So I feel yep. like yeah. that. That yeah. is the peaceful fruit of righteousness on yes. the other side of that. It's yes, good. it was very good. And so then I rushed off to Bible school for a year where I was planning to be majoring in theology and minoring in biblical languages mm-hmm. and uh, went home for the summer, which I was like, I'm not dating anybody. There's only two guys at church and they're both weird. I'm not going to date them. And then <laughs> Terry asked me out. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then it was like, oh, yeah. I like like this weird. (laughs) So then we got married that December. and How old were you when you got married? I was 20. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, and then we had kids and life and here we are. Yeah. (laughs) And then they grew up and got married really close together. I I do remember thinking, whoa, that's a lot of change for Ginger Superfest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. It was good. yeah, that yeah. was because they were because it was that the same same year, year. so yeah. January to August. But yeah. it was the COVID year, so it was really yes. also twenty years in between. Exactly. Yes. Good point because her <laughs> wedding was right before. I mean, yeah, it was, it was the last glorious event, and yeah. then yep. and shut then down the world. The world. Shut down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And oh, that's, that's so funny. weird because time. Because to me, it seems like they've been married for a really long time, but it's totally because COVID. Yeah, is so and weird. in fact, mm-hmm. today actually is your anniversary. <gasps> Happy two years! That's so fun. That is fun. That I loved that wedding, and I loved. Was it K 
Kelly that it was like because they were holding the windows. Was it hot in there? Oh, I what think was happening? So. Yeah, I think it was. And it was really windy and crazy out. And yeah. so there's like oh, guys right. out there holding the mm-hmm. windows open, and Kelly was like peering in at one point. And I was like, ugh. What's <laughs> 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 happening? Uh, the rest of the wedding was beautiful. Kelly was also fine. I don't think Kelly <laughs> listens to this, but no. <laughs> Good job holding the window. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. Here comes Kila roller skating. Oh my that word. Is, with her piano awesome. bag. I don't know where her shoes are, but. Okay, well, I gotta turn around and watch this scene. Okay, well, that is good. And have you guys, you you were in the church, like you got married mm-hmm. and you guys were going to church and that was. Yep. Yeah. That was a whole thing. It was. We we stayed at the church that we met at, you know, we grew, grew up, up there, got mm-hmm. married and all of that. And, um, and then we, it, it kind of got yucky toward the end as mm-hmm. they were trying to head in a direction that was not what we felt like was honoring God with the way it was going, you know, being more seeker friendly mm-hmm. and just trying to appeal to the world and all of that. And, um, so we made a break and went to Grace for a year and then Trinity happened. And so we came on over like three you weeks. Guys were only there for a year. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. That yeah. is really, that it was very weird. traumatizing yeah. when all of that happened. Cause I'm like, I can't go through this yeah. again. <laughs> like, I just did it. This is very hard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was, in that period is also when we, when we learned that Grace Bible Church itself was a split from yes. that. Yeah. Where you're like, I think about Whoa. half the churches in Marysville are related to first Baptist yeah. in some form or <laughs> yeah. another. Yeah. So yeah. It is, it's, kind of, it's funny how all that works. Cause when you show up in a place, like we didn't grow up here. So like right. when we showed up here, we we're like, Oh, this is just how it is. But you, you don't know the whole complicated history of like, right. okay, well, except for those people who have known those people, right. this is their in-laws. That's whatever. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, so, cause we were super involved with our old church and I was, you know, part of the women's ministry. We did lots of things and events and all of that. And you know, when you grow up somewhere, people know you and mm-hmm. they know what you yeah, do. Yeah. You can do yep. all the things. And so then you go somewhere else where nobody knows you. And I'm like, well, I could help with that, but I don't know. <laughs> like uh-huh. yeah, you yeah. don't want to insert yourself yep. too much into something when there's already people that do things. So sure. it was, that took a little while to adjust and be like, fine and content with whatever got brought. So yeah. this is a very common thing in our church right now, both for new people and older people that have been yes. there a long time, whose uh-huh. roles are shifting for whatever reasons, you know, whatever. <clears throat> and I, myself, am having some of this with a kid who's married and having a baby, you know, you're like, okay, wait, what does this mean? Cause this is still an 11 year old. What is that? I don't, what, a, how do you do this? I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Um, but there's so many people who are like, what do I do coming mm-hmm. from a place where they used to do something a different way or they, you know, for some of our older ladies who are too tired, like they're physically, physically they are they a different can't. person than they were. Totally. And so and that it's like, changes okay, what you do. like that. How can you still be involved and like raising up that next group to do that? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of this happening. That's, yeah. that is, it's, it has a lot of really good potential or a lot of really bad potential for, you know, how, how you handle it. Like, well, right. and what, what is interesting, you know, finding that, Hey, a lot of churches are church splits. I mean, there are not, Yeah, I don't know. I guess church planting was like a big thing for a while there recently. The so Eastern Orthodox <laughs> church would tell you that it, except for them, 
they're all splits. Right. <laughs> so we were the original. Yeah, the Catholics and there were the original, and then here we are. Yeah, they split off from the whatever. Yeah. Right. But it does give you, when you've gone through, I think, you know, either a split, a church split, or even leaving a church. Yeah. Um, that is really hard. And so it really, it requires you to think through what are the main things that we need to be unified on yeah. and what are the things that we are free to disagree about? What are the things that we are free to do different ways? What are, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. like what are the things that we would discipline someone for in church versus ways that we celebrate the body and that some people are toes and some people are elbows and some people are eyeballs, you know, that it's just different kinds doing different things. Mm-hmm. And I think um, that it is an opportunity as you have, more people coming in and more body parts kind of thinking through, well, how do we keep it conditioned and in shape and standing on the right footing? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that is having watched churches break out and go funny directions. You're like, okay, just keep, keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Which I think is hard. Mm -hmm. That's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. And to not get um, like stuck on you know, this, this has worked in mm-hmm. the past. So like we have to keep doing it or even cause like we, I think one of the first decisions we made about, um, Titus two events was that we were not going to do the same event twice because, cause <laughs> there have been, cause obviously women's ministries, the kind of women who generally end up running things because they're organized. This is like organized mm-hmm. people. So then you can get really, stuck doing the same exact thing, even when it's not helping anybody anymore. Like Mm -hmm. you totally, it made sense when you started doing it, but then you stopped changing just like with your kids, like Mm -hmm. where that was a huge blessing to them five years ago, but now they're like, I don't really want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Changing with them. But then, so I was like, well then I know how to fix that. You just say, you're never going to do the same thing twice. So we did that favorite things and then everybody loved it so much. They're like, please let us do favorite things again. We should do it again. And I was like, Oh, we said we're not going to do the same thing twice. And then it was like, wait, that's the same problem. <laughs> just, it's doing, like just doing it on the other side yes, of the coin. Totally. Like look at the people in front of you. What would be a blessing to them? Apparently right. favorite things was a blessing twice. I don't remember. Have we done it? We've done, we've done it, it a, a lot of times. Yeah, because couple... we did a summer version too. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's so. one of those things. I love that kind of deal because you can do the same thing, but it doesn't, it's you, people aren't bringing the same stuff. Like you don't. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It is technically the same thing, but it's not exactly the same right. thing. It's like a lot of soup recipes where you're like, well, it's like you know, a baby the shower. We're gonna do baby showers yeah. for all the people that are gonna have a baby. Yeah, but it's gonna look different every time. Yeah, totally. Yes, so. and it's so smart to to work that in as the expectation that it's different instead of like the only way you know you're loved is if there's a Costco sheet cake and a bowl of nuts and a bowl of those wedding mints, which because mm-hmm. when I first saw that, I was like, but they're wedding mints. Why, why do they have to be at the baby shower? And they're always at the baby shower. And you're like, cause okay. they have to be. <laughs> yes, totally. Yeah. But it's like, no, you can love people a lot of different ways. And some showers are going to be weird and some are going to be awesome. And it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's okay. Like mm-hmm. just yeah. flexibility well, is good. But what you have to do in all those cases, and I think this is as the church grows and you are having more of these like, ooh, we used to do it like that, but we can't do it like that. What are we going to do now? <laughs> I just poured this on me. <laughs> just not even close to me. <laughs> good job. <laughs> it's perfect. 
I wish you were all here for that. <laughs> I just literally did not even hit my face. I just poured it right down on my sweatshirt. Uh, and under my car seat. That's fine. Good job. Now I'll try this one. <laughs> but addressing, like, there is the practical reality of how you actually do things. And then there's dealing with the sin and yeah. the heart underneath it. Because I think, you know, it's the same thing as job charts at home. It's great to have an organizational mm-hmm. system and a new one if it, the old one didn't work or redoing a thing. But, like, you have to actually deal with, does mom have control issues? Is she trying to run everything? Yeah, with yeah. Is she trying to keep sin away via some organizational system? Well, that's <laughs> not going to work. You know, like, yeah. or are the kids only doing the jobs because you're making them they're not glad to be helping you know i mean yeah, like yeah. what are the things underneath in the people that you're dealing with um and you have to be dealing with that stuff yeah. along the way and so i think you know so talking about church growth like we have a lot more people and there is a lot more going on and a lot you know i mean you could be like okay Everybody has to invite at least one family over three times a quarter. Or, you know, I mean, like, you could start making these big organizational plans. But, like, is that helpful? Maybe some people should be inviting someone over every week. And maybe somebody needs to be only inviting another lady over once. Whatever. You know, like, you just can't apply rules like that. Rosaria says every day. Well, Rosaria, I don't know. She says so. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like to open up the hospitality to. Like, I had a lot of conversations with fifth graders today that I was trying to be hospitable in. Yeah. I did it, Rosaria. Thank <laughs> <laughs> For real. Okay. So, what are some of the things as a church is growing? What are some of the things that you see as being potential problems or traps or things to be watching out for? Well, making. Because I am like, I don't know. I think over the years I've become more and more introverted. Because mm-hmm. I feel like when I was young I was like, blah, 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 all the time, social, everywhere, everything. And I don't know. I find myself more and more inside. So mm-hmm. overall, I have always been a watcher for people who look like I don't have anybody to talk to and try mm-hmm. to make a point to at least say hello, mm-hmm. you know, welcome or whatever. Yeah. or. Sorry, you've been here 20 times and I've never seen you. Yeah. Hi, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. But um, but just, you know, for me, that has always been a thing. I think my mom kind of taught me that she's good. Um, she's always been befriending people and often befriending people that wouldn't normally be befriended because mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They, they, they're not maybe normal. They wouldn't normally mm-hmm. fit into whatever the cool kids are doing sure. or whatever. So just kind of watching for the people that are like I'm here but do I want to be here mm-hmm. or yeah, yeah. I don't know how to connect and the people you know, look just, like they're darting out as soon as it's yes, done because they're like right. ah so uncomfortable Scary. yeah yep. yeah so mm-hmm. um so I think that's probably one thing I watch for I'm sure there's like a million other things of just you know trying to see people connect with people that would be yeah, yeah. good to connect with and mm-hmm. you know I don't know this is where I totally think that hospitality is more than inviting people who's, over who's for dinner. eating dinner yeah because yeah. mm-hmm. i i do think that it is i think i can't remember what we've been talking about at home but it is like the idea of extending yourself at a cost for the benefit or blessing of another person like you are looking to 
aid and assist or concretely bless someone at a cost to yourself. So whether that is, you know, oh, that person I really want to talk to because we have a funny thing that we like to talk about, you know, and I, I'm going to go over and rather than having that easy conversation, I'm going to go over and purpose to talk to someone that I know is hurting or I know I see right. them, you know, not having fun or, you know, whatever. Right. Um, but just the idea that you are actually laying out a cost, whether it's in conversation or whether it's in inviting people, you know, somewhere over inviting people into a group, any of those things. Um, yeah. Yeah. That we, we have recently even been talking about, this is not church. So now I'm changing the subject again, okay. but the, We're bouncing all over the place. Yeah. Uh, about in class, uh, being hospitable, like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, trying to think of it. I don't think it matters. Uh, Hallie is more, she's, she's the only child we've had that's like concerned about a grade. (laughs) Maggie was for like two weeks. I think she was like, I think she was, she was like, I'm going to be valedictorian of her class. I was like, good luck with that. Gresham was in her class. So (laughs) she's like, I'm going to do it for two weeks. She's like really focused. And she's like, forget that. I don't know. It's not going to work out. I don't think I can do that. Um, but Hallie is more uh, concerned, but then I was able to, I had to go with her to some classes last week. And, um, and I, as we talked, I was like, Hey, you know what? You should not spend as much time being concerned about grades. Your class doesn't really have a, like a a vibe. Yeah. There's Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of a neutral thing, which is not good because it's being taken over by like just a weird blah thing. So like you need to provide the feel of the class. This is your new job is you're going to be class culture person and get your friends on board to help and, you know, be reaching out to people, even if they are making it very clear, they don't want it. They don't want to talk to you. They don't want to sit with you. They don't want to do anything with you. You're going to keep reaching out. You're going to keep the mood. Not obviously not like, I'm not saying you can't ever be serious, but the overall feeling should be cheerful and nice. Like people should be excited. Like, Oh, it's fun to be here. And so that that was, we were talking about that. That is actually hospitality. It goes with hospitality club. This is not you. It's not set to a dinner table. There's, Mm -hmm. there are these opportunities all around you all the time. It's like, are you in a group? What can you do for the people who are around there? You can make it feel different than it currently feels hopefully, but yeah. yeah. Well, and thinking about the fact that the people who are, you know, and in a group of people, there's always the loud ones in the middle talking, yep. you know, I mean, it, it tends to be the cool kids. I'm using air quotes. I don't yep. actually think, I don't believe in cool kids, but, <laughs> uh, you know, it's generally the ones who are charismatic, mm-hmm. you know, in personality and yep. loud that end up being the cool kids. But what's funny is like, even within that group, you have the ones who are like clawing to be there. Mm-hmm. And you have the ones who are just kind of naturally there and don't notice. And, you know, I mean, like, so yeah. even within that group, you're like, well, it's not all the same reason that they're there. And I think of oftentimes the ones who are quiet or if you are saying, hey, come, come hang out with me. There's a variety of reasons that people would look like they don't want to come hang out with you. Yep, you know, yep. I mean, it's not always because they don't want to hang out with you. Some no, of it totally. is just they're tripping over themselves <clears throat> yep. and not able to like don't know how to say yes. So some of that hospitality is reaching out to grab them in. And yeah. And yep. like, yeah. and doing it the kind of freely that doesn't do it based on the response. No, totally. Right? That was so the that, thing we talked about. Like, don't, don't stop. Keep because they look out. like they yes, don't totally. want to. Because you don't know. 
Yeah, you just keep looking open and like people yep. are welcome. We're going to add snacks because I feel like that always helps. Just it bring some help. donuts and then <laughs> that will ease the whole situation because then it's like, well, maybe I was just coming over to get a donut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because that's the thing. Sometimes people need an excuse. And yep. so for you mm-hmm. to provide the thing that is the connection point, which yes. I feel like that is something that is so useful in hospitality is like trying to figure out what else could you do that's not... I mean, are they uncomfortable at dinner? Would that be too much yeah, face yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. Like, yep. could you go walking with somebody? Could yep. you, you have to be creative in your hospitality to be thinking about, well, what else would work? What, what other yeah. thing might I be able to do that would draw people in? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's totally, we, uh, our mechanic, uh, we would like him to come to dinner and he's interested in that, but it clearly makes him very nervous to even come up to the door. Um, so Sean ends up standing out, you know, in the driveway talking to him while he's doing all the work on the cars and stuff because he, he needs to talk. He wants to talk. He's got a lot of stuff he wants to talk to Sean about, but that he's like, eh, he's kind of one of those. House. I can mm-hmm. talk while I'm doing yes, stuff totally. as opposed to just standing. And it's like a very yeah. clear exit is available. You know, it's like <laughs> yes. I could leave whenever and it mm-hmm. makes him much more comfortable. Those are funny things to be paying attention to because there's people oh, yeah. that are just, they're like, no, that's weird. Don't want to go in there. Well, yeah. who knows why? I mean, maybe they had the terrible family dinners growing up or something. You don't know right. why they're, yeah. And that's the part where as somebody who's extending, you can't, you can't care about that that much. Yep. I mean, only up to the point where you're trying to be more creative. Like, oh, I noticed that this part makes yep. you nervous and that part you're fine. So let's go that route. Um, but yeah, just being super open-handed with whatever you're doing. But that is like, that's the whole gift giving with mm. no strings. Where you are, you are giving whatever you're giving in obedience to the Lord, not to get back a thing. You know, I mean, it's like if you're chasing the thing that you want, you'll lose that and it'll be weird. But if you're offering it to the Lord, you'll get that. And a lot of times that was one of the passages of scripture a long time ago. And I'll jump on the van wing because I don't remember exactly where it is. Yeah. Oh, perfect. You (laughs) fit right in. The part where he talks about if you're going to have people over, don't invite the people that can pay you back. Yeah, like, yeah. let mm-hmm. this be about people who can't pay you back. Right. And then then it's not, I mean, hopefully it's not like, look how great I am. Mm-hmm. But also, like, they can't pay you back. Mm-hmm. And so that hopefully is keeping your pride in check mm-hmm. of, you know, what you're trying to do, what right. your aim is. Yeah. I remember even at one point applying that to the idea that, like, we invite you over, you invite us over, you know, yeah, sometimes yeah. there's kind of a reciprocal nature yep. of the inviting people over or whatever and being like, no, you just, cause then you have to yeah. start keeping tabs on things and you're like, there's too many people mm-hmm. in the world to be, yeah, not in the world, but like generally, or at least in our community, I feel like there really are too many people to be keeping even tabs on. Oh yeah. Like, okay, well we had you over. Now you have to have us over or whatever. That seems like a torture fest of jail, like (laughs) bad planning sadness where you like opening that up to the Lord and being like, God, just use whatever we're doing and whatever everybody else is doing to like, keep kneading the loaf together like just keep working it into the dough with whatever's happening and let's not worry about keeping tabs on it because he's got tabs on it yeah no totally and that that I love that I think that the first time I heard that was from Rachel about um about the whole accounting system is God's it's not about like if you like 
it's fine if you're the person constantly giving in a relationship. That's not like that is how God has it. But then probably somebody else is giving to you more than you're giving to them. Like, don't worry about any of that. Just Mm -hmm. be giving in all the ways. Let him, you know, you don't need to be like even because and and as your life gets more complicated, how would you even like, that's crazy. Keep track. No, because then yeah. like, you're thinking about all the people that are pouring into your kids and like, how could you ever pay them mm-hmm. back for any of that? You can't. This yeah. is like, no, you just say, thank you. Right. And be glad that God is the one in charge of the whole He deal. will bless them much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That will be, that will mm-hmm. be on his yeah. bank account. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, okay. Should we talk about Hospitality Club? Sure. Let's talk about where did it come from? How did it, how did the idea come about? So it actually started like um, almost a year ago at the Fiction Festival. I was decorating and, you know, Erica was helping me. We were getting things out. Oh, and that was the some... one. You did such a good job, right? Was, was that the like, Hobbit theme? Yes, yeah, that, was that was amazing. Well, yeah. we had an extra year to get it all together because yeah. COVID, but, you know. <laughs> because no, even when you wrapped up the, the hideous room divider things mm-hmm. with the oh, green, yeah. it looked so good. I was like, this is like amazing because it's not yeah. a beautiful place and you right. made it beautiful it was right. amazing yeah. which is yes. what you do so it was not a surprise yeah to no us, totally all the same yeah so um somebody i don't remember who it was was like you should have some of the girls come along and help you decorate and it's like one of those <gasps> yeah yeah um great idea but on the day of like i don't know what they can do i haven't worked right. with them before i don't want to come along after them and fix it and hurt their feelings or whatever because yeah, i would yeah. want them to participate <laughs> but also i'd be like you're doing your own you're doing your own i know like that. So, <laughs> but i don't want to be the grab right. lady yeah, yeah. like uh no <laughs> so um anyway so that kind of came and went and it was kind of just like a little seed and then we were working with the fundraising feast. I have to get yeah. the FFs all know, together right? in my head. Yeah, that's right. Everything is FF. Feast. Everything um, is alliterated if Sean is involved. Yes. yes. <laughs> so for the fundraising feast, it was like, uh, you know, there's a lot of things to do. It would be helpful if we kind of trained some people a little more than just serving because Kimmy yeah. does a lot with telling the kids, okay, this is how you go to the tables. You do this, blah, right. blah, blah, or whoever else does. I'm yeah. not sure. But, um, and so it's like, I think maybe we should start a hospitality club specifically for the purpose of enabling them to be really helpful, not right. just like, mm-hmm. oh, well, here, go set this out. And no, like, totally. but yep. being able to notice things yep. that need to be done, to be capable mm-hmm. of doing the things mm-hmm. um, so that we can give them a task and they can help and make it beautiful. So that and, was kind yeah, of and like have an awareness that they're part of a bigger thing, like make sure the kind of help you're giving actually fits the overall plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's where it was. And I think I talked to you, Aaron, mm-hmm. like bouncing things off and it was kind of like kept rolling around in my head. And I think we finally, I think we talked to Jonathan a couple of times, but it was always the furrowed brow thing. Like, do you think that's a good idea? <laughs> yeah, right or a idea. Idea. Those eyebrows, so. it's, it's one or the other, but you right. don't know. You're but like, it's not, mm, don't know what it's this not is. neutral. Whatever nope. it is, you're like, nope. it's either really good. It means or an idea got fully in yeah. and it's being processed, mm-hmm. but yeah. it is. Emma's like, I don't know what that means. Yes. <laughs> good or bad, I don't know. So yeah, so we jumped uh-huh. in this fall and yeah, it's been it's fun. Funny. I think. Oh, I it's it. been so good. I actually. It has been amazing. It's the kind of thing, you know, when 
you can tell that there's a kind of momentum that you could not have generated. Like, oh yeah, no, like you, you brought the right thing are. at the right time. Like yeah. you tapped the right thing, and yes. out it all comes. Yeah. yeah. So you maybe sparked it, and then there is a thing happening. But it's like running down the hill faster than you maybe, and you're like, <laughs> no, okay. Because for people that don't know, so it's it's for ECS girl secondary students, yep. and like. My, so my two favorite things about husband I come to because I love right. it, but hospitality club, my two favorite parts have been the horde of little girls who like will pull up chairs and <laughs> sit on that side section. Yep. Cause they're like, well, my mom isn't here helping. I get to come to this too. And like, they're so excited about it. And then the boys like Cal had a major issue with this being girls only. He like went and petitioned that boys could come to this. Did he go to you? I can't remember I who he went so. to. Okay. Cause he's like, this is wrong mom. And cause you know, he's like qualification for an elder is that they be hospitable. I'm just saying that hospitality club <laughs> should be for so men also. Awesome. I had to ask Jonathan because I actually did have some other parents. It wasn't Cal, but yeah. some other parents ask our boys welcome to come to this. And I'm like, yeah, Jonathan, I don't, yeah. like, I feel like we're trying to do this for the girls, but I totally see, yeah, yeah. you know, it would yeah. be helpful. No, and I told, and I love that it's just the girls and I love that he totally doesn't like that. Like, yes. but then he has but, been motivated yes. to think of other things as well. And have way usually way different skill sets of oh, hospitality yeah, right. yep. than girls yep. and so and I think that's kind of what the club part yep. of honing in on the skills that the side. ladies will do no totally and have it be a feminine thing I love yes. that I love mm-hmm. it yeah yeah it is because and that is another thing that I because of hospitality club and this whole thing with Cal it did make me notice we actually have an awesome church where like we have amazing ladies that do all this other stuff, but we actually have a bunch of dudes that do a bunch too. Like we have yeah. major smokers and then smoker, uh, meat. No, meat. Yes. Um, and then like Aaron, your dad, like he Mr. has, yeah. He, and he, bra- mm-hmm. he baked bread for our leaders thing oh, one yeah. time when I couldn't do it. And, um, I love that, that it's like, everywhere like mm-hmm. everybody is like hospitality that's me too that it's not yeah. just mm-hmm. like oh it's just the moms that do that or something yeah, yeah. but yeah for sure but anyway that is i hospitality club i give it 10 gold stars oh it. man 10 yeah. gold stars big time well i actually remember the fundraising feast because you had i think three of my girls mm-hmm. were helping you with flowers mm-hmm. and that is one thing i am not good at helping little people see what to do. Like I, I feel like I'm oftentimes running a thousand miles an hour and looking at a way big picture. Mm -hmm. So I am not good at slowing down enough to say, Oh, Hey, let me help you figure this out. Or don't even figure out how you knew to do the thing you're doing. Because then you're like, wait, how do I tell you to do this? I don't know how I do this. I don't don't even know what I'm, I don't know what I would tell you. And I remember watching you with the girls and being like, Oh gosh, no, you know, feeling Uh like what they're getting is flower philosophy here. They're getting yeah. like what to do with flowers, not just put this one next to that one. It was yeah. like you could tell they were walking away with something that was bigger than yep. just I threw some flowers in the in the, in the jam. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you were part with Susan and maybe other people. Mm-hmm. I cannot even remember, but for Maggie's wedding, mm-hmm. I loved that mm-hmm. the bridesmaids made their own bouquets like yep. Hallie and Keila and they got that instruction and actually our flowers have looked much better since Mm-hmm. It's okay. like they actually kind of know how to do something. Yeah, I think yeah. Susan did that. I was helping your girls again, I think, doing the the, the big, big vase for the front. Yeah. So yeah. that was yeah. fun of, you know, 
that was a little bit more time we had, I think, yeah. to talk about where they go and why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yep. I'm still not, like, amazing with flowers. Sure. I think Susan is great. But, you know, we can yeah. kind of get some theory out there. But it's yeah, fun. I think it's it great. Just all, like, it's the kind of thing where it is naturally compelling to them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. they are like, ooh, flowers, those are pretty. How do you put that together? So it was right. like, yeah. it just started with a couple of opportunities, like, well-placed opportunities. Mm-hmm. And now I have girls who are like, oh, I love to put flowers together. You know, like, right. that is one of the things I like to do. Right. And so it's really fun to watch it be catching. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is Hospitality Club. So we're... Mm-hmm. What have we done so far? We've rolled through a bunch of different topics. No, I missed one when we were yeah. boxing, but <laughs> How did we start? We did. The start was with Mr. Weinberg, Chuck, mm-hmm. and uh, Jonathan. And they kind of did, yeah. like, And just the kind philosophy. of an introductory, yep. like, yeah. what is hospitality? Why do we want to do it? Um, and then, see, this is really bad. I can't even remember. We did bread. Oh, so Dad November, did bagels yes, bagels was in That's November. Oh yeah, yep. mm-hmm. and then December we did baking. So Kimmy came yep. and kind of did an overview of making cookies and yep. frosting and mm-hmm. stuff like that, so they could kind of see what does it look like at different stages. Right. Um, That's where I ate one of your oatmeal raisin cookies, oh, which I normally detest oatmeal raisin cookies. I love oatmeal and I love oatmeal chocolate chip, but raisins, I just don't, but you're such little teeny ones. Mm-hmm. And it's so I enough agree. to give a bite, but not like, oh, oh like, I got so a big old I raisin. I was like, this yeah. cookie is too good. Yeah, I, I yeah. also feel that way about those cookies. Yeah. That is not a cookie I ever pick off the water, yep. mm-hmm. but I would pick that one if I knew it was that Yep, person. totally. Yes. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was yeah. the second half. We did Kimmy's stuff and then we did the jar mixes yep. to yep. be thinking about gifting. Yep. Yeah. For the holiday season, how could you bless somebody with just a little something? Mm-hmm. And then uh, tomorrow, no, January, we had oh, planning, yeah. right. which it was horrible because I'm like, it's the end of December and I got to get these questions out to the <laughs> panel members. This is horrible planning. So that was great. That's how, that is, that's how it goes. Yes. Uh-huh. But that was fun. So we had Gail Light and Aaron, uh, Kimmy. Becca and Becca and you and me and we yeah. just talked about planning because that evolved out of I sent a thing in the beginning like here's what I'm thinking you know some different ideas throughout the year mm-hmm. who would like to do it and Mo your mom said oh Becca uh, Ruthann and I could do one about planning and I'm like I would never have thought of you guys uh-huh. about planning and it just kind of kept turning like oh this would probably be a good panel yeah. discussion because there are so many people and they all operate so differently. Yep. And yeah. so to hear different people talk about the process they go through yep. to put something together, it was really fun mm-hmm. and very insightful. Also, the worksheet that Hallie's is in the car right now, I was like, I should make one of these for leaders in her. Because I do this every month. And every month I'm like, oh, i got to write this down. Oh, wait, where's my paper? Like, because there's a bunch of stuff like if you're altering the recipe and you want to yep. remember how much you made, if you have too much or not enough or whatever. And I was like, I could just have like a form that is ready to go for this, print it off, and then right. use that instead of scrap or like the back of a label or something, yes. whatever you can find. This, yep. Yeah, I those really were like Aaron's. That. She oh, pulled that nice. out yes. to because Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was our first big hospitality as a couple. So we got married in July and then took over Thanksgiving that year. So that was the first one. Which way to go? And I was like well, we should do this. Like, how are we going to do this? And we already had a decent number of family that came. So my Thanksgiving planner became every year the way I planned 
big events. Yeah, so yeah. like it, it just sort of morphed into, oh, that's what I always go through. Like this is how this looks every time. So mm-hmm. now I have a form for Thanksgiving that I pull out. I mean, it's yeah. kind of more a scratch piece of paper, but I know what to put where. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it just helps to make sure there's not something because I still, even though it's the same kind of thing over and over. This is not surprising, but I will forget like an entire thing where I'm yeah. like oh, dessert. But like, yeah. if you have a little prompt with the very basics or some kind of skeleton mm-hmm. to go through, um, I was like, I literally don't know because I have like some checklists. But sure. this was this yeah. is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Think yeah. through before you start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should I should scan it and put it in our show notes. I, I write that down. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. I was gonna yes. say I could send it to you, but I think your mom could. My mom could. <laughs> mom send it to me. <laughs> Yes. So actually, Wednesday is our next one where we're going to talk about decor, decorating. And that was something you said earlier. It was like one of the things that's a bit intimidating about all of this, especially decorating and like flowers and stuff. It's so much of a feel. Yeah. Yeah. Does it feel right? And how do you explain that to somebody? So it was good for me to kind of sit down and think through different things that I've learned over the years Mm -hmm. and like consolidate it to words mm-hmm. to where you then can pass it on because that's hard when it's right. just like eh, it doesn't feel right I'll just move this and then that, now it's okay you know yeah. so it's mm-hmm. but, no yeah. I remember the first time somebody told me um because I was like what was I doing I think it was like a baby shower or something at our house and I, was, I sent a picture where I was like this looks stupid like what's wrong with this and she's like oh you need different heights that the problem is it's all on the same level and I was like oh right and then I was like oh right every table that looks cool it's like different different cake stand heights or whatever and you that makes some of those kinds of things you know and like balancing colors like when you learn that the Christmas tree trick works on a lot of things of squinting where like when you're putting the lights on and then you're like, does it have any holes? And you squint and you're like, oh, this actually, you can do this to anything that's visual right. mm-hmm. to see, is there a big gap? Is there a gap where I want there to be a gap or is there whatever, you know, and even I remember also when I realized, oh, you can use the photography and painting things of the thirds. thirds. Yeah. yeah. You can use that at whatever you're looking at. Like right. it's, you're like, oh, there are some like basic things to get mm-hmm. you started if you're but it's so stuck. funny it's like a lot of things where on the on the not knowing about it side it just feels like some kind of magic magic yes. no it totally does like, yes. that is magic and some people know the magic and some people don't i still know the feel magic. like that watching kimmy set things up because yeah. she's so fast where yeah. i'm like what are you how are you but even you doing this yeah she's like whipping yeah. things out of a box and i'm like mm-hmm. what the heck what's like mary mm-hmm. poppins bag or something yeah for <laughs> yeah. sure no, yeah. I'm excited yes. about that one. I think that yeah. will be good. Yeah. Very fun. Well, and what's fun about this, I think, is that for every every one that we've had, I have seen sparks lit in yeah. my house yep. about, oh, mom, we should do this. Because they're going home with homework, which it's all the parents who are the boss of the, you know, I mean, it's like, right. you're not giving grades. Right. You're giving homework as an opportunity for the parents to use for like actual credit. You know, mm-hmm. we could count that for something. Um, but they're coming home with that homework and even if they're not getting it done it's still they're thinking about oh yeah for hospitality club I could put that you know I could do this and they're having these sparks of ideas I thought Mm -hmm. I heard a bunch of people making bagels and then after the cookie thing Mm -hmm. like there were people well I had my youngest came home and was like mom I've got to make cookies like I think I need to know how to make cookies (laughs) and I was like let's do it and so just fun to have those sparks and you keep having them and maybe we don't make cookies till next year when we do the cookie 
mm-hmm. hospitality club. I don't know, yeah, but yeah. just to be throwing it out. And it it's another opportunity to be like, Lord, we're just making these weird, feeble attempts. And it feels sometimes like weird, feeble attempts. Like the panel one, I remember mm-hmm. sitting up there and looking out at the girls and being like, do they care? Are they listening? Yeah, and like, they totally did. They a lot it. of fa- their faces looked like they were interested yeah. in what we were talking about. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because you're like, well... God, just do whatever you want with it. And it keeps coming back around mm-hmm. to being really good conversation and really yeah. fun things that the Which kids are super picking up. great because the, the hardest part for me with all of this is like, there's only an hour and 15 minutes no, totally. and I need to explain the subject. <laughs> right. And, um, and so it's like, it's good that it's sparking mm-hmm. it. And hopefully they're even like saying, if I want to know more about this, like yes. here's some people that actually yep. know how to do these things yeah. so mm-hmm. that they can follow up. And maybe I, I think I talked to Susan earlier because we're going to do a photography slash flower class at the very end so it can be a little bit longer yeah um and then that way it's like then maybe if people are interested in photography she and she and Layla actually are going to do the photography part of it and then Susan and whoever do flowers but um you know then there's like a connection point of like these people actually know how to do it and do a good job and so they would be those are really fun too because the I feel like the visual ones in particular some of those things make such a big difference mm-hmm. so fast yeah. that it can really pull you in where you're like, wow, my pictures just got so much better because right. they learned one rule, you know? Yes. You're like, wow, it's way better. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is going to be awesome. The other one I was thinking about, this this was one that was a funny application. We The girls, we got them new beds and the guys that delivered them, you know, this is huge boxes. And Hallie is, she was homesick and she's like, mom, like whispering frantically so I went over and she's like you should offer them a drink you should see if they want to take a drink with them and I was like that's actually a good idea and then I'm like we have kind of weird drinks you know so I went and got some but she was so excited and they took them with them and were so happy to have a drink to take in their truck but I was like it's totally because of hospitality club mm-hmm. that this kind of stuff she's also way the help uh when we are having people over is so much more uh noticing the big picture of like mm-hmm. oh I see what mom is trying to do I bet I can help with this. Like, can I help with this part here? I love that it's making them all just more aware of the whole topic. And like now when her friends come over, your girls can't, can't, Oh, that was like, they were looking at Emma or something for a speech, but, uh, she was like, I'm going to make them popcorn and I'm going to offer drinks right when they come in. And she like had a whole little plan where she wouldn't have thought of that at all. I love it. Yeah. Which is so fun. Cause I feel like even in my hospitality, there are still things that always fall through. And some of it is like, also knowing when to just butt in and be like, Hey, can I get you a drink? Or, you know, when you're like, but everybody's talking, like, I don't want to butt in or Mm -hmm. we're still standing in the driveway. Should we all go in? How do you do that? (laughs) Would you like to come inside the house or should we keep standing outside? I mean, even as an old lady who has done this a lot, you still have those points where you're like, feel like it always breaks down with the drinks like where do we put them I don't know where they go how do I, do I offer one to everybody there's so many people how do we do this mm-hmm. yeah that it's so funny because there's always those things that you're learning yes and it's fun to have them part of the conversation yeah mm-hmm. yep mm-hmm. actually helping yeah mm-hmm. what else uh, did we miss anything I mean lightning rounds coming okay yeah yeah okay I do have a question for you how did what got you brave for big events like what was your breakthrough on those because you will because you do or have done obviously you don't have to do it all the time a tea party for oh, yes. the ladies in our church how big has that been i think the last one we did there was about 
80, 85 of us. That's in a lot of people. Because a thing that I have found <clears throat> is there are a lot of people that are like 12 is a lot. And they're like, I don't know how the other people do that. And I used to think, oh, that's just people are just like that. It's people, just the deep magic. They yeah, have, <laughs> they have you the know if you're magic. one of those people. Yeah. You're just born and you're like, oh, I should have 60 people over or whatever. But, you know, I know how to have a tea party for 88 people. And it's like, no, they don't think that. That's not how they came out. They, what, what, how did you get where you're like, I could do that? Hmm. I don't know. I, I guess, I don't know. Started with my wedding, I guess. Like, mm. decorating for my wedding and things like that. Mm-hmm. And then helping other people with their weddings. And then church events, you know, yeah. at our old church. Because everybody, you know, Baby showers stuff. and yeah. wedding showers. Like, there's always something to and be then, doing. And then, you know, because I was often in helping to plan the events. So, yep. like, we would have, uh, like, one of the things we did was... It was a women's evening, but we had it be kind of like an antique show. So, you know, organizing people to bring their things in and then set them up. And, um, I don't know, it just kind of morphed and Mm -hmm. stuff. I don't know. Weddings and do it. Yeah. 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 That was actually a good question I got after the panel discussion was all of these ladies up here on this panel are talking about big events. Although we did talk about, because I think your mom was one that was like, no, my husband wants no more than 12 people at a table because yeah. that is he wants to be talking specifically mm-hmm. to people yes, so I he think, wants to hear their opinion on the Bob Dylan song he's playing them <laughs> of yeah. course he does yeah but you know the fact that I, I don't think actually I think there was a variety of mm-hmm. people and what they are yeah able and probably because my husband doesn't love to have tons of people over to our house so it's probably just a way that i oh yeah yeah. can do the things and it's not affecting i mean it affects our husband still because sure they live with us and he would always tease me are you packing up the house again yeah you know (laughs) totally um, it's like the laundry basket's full of dishes you're like oh there's to be an easier way but um, that's a good, I mean, yeah. that is your circumstance. So that is your husband right. yeah. and your home yep. and the way and, you guys do it. And the time of life is different too. Because yeah. we used to yeah. have more people over when I wasn't working. Sure. So like yeah. I'm home, yep. I have time to think through what I want it to be like, who uh-huh. would be there, what are we going to eat, where are we going to sit, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And now that I'm working, I'm like, I barely have two brain cells together. So, right. yeah. you know. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Well, and that was the question that I got was all of these things seem to be oriented toward having more people over. And I thought after that, I was like, oh, I hope we didn't communicate that that is the end goal is that all people should be able to have 50 people over for dinner because that is not at all the goal. Like for all of the hospitality things and inviting people over or blessing an event or talking to people at school, whatever it is you look at your circumstances and Mm -hmm. you look to the Lord and say, okay, God, where do I need to stretch in? Like, what is it that I stretch into? And you are the one who has your circumstances. And so if it's a husband who is not interested in having 50 people at your house, then that's not what you stretch into. But like, Mm -hmm. can you invite a gal over for tea while he's at work or, Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Yeah. And checking with him and being that kind of obedient to the Lord that you're like, okay, So what do I stretch into? And I Mm -hmm. think that circles around a little bit for me, just with the idea of lots of people at church and lots more people at church Mm -hmm. and widening the circle of people Mm -hmm. who see hospitality as my duty before the Lord Mm -hmm. 
to figure out what what he wants me to move into you know like yeah it doesn't have to be only this way it's and for all of the things that you know we have bigger events or you know more people over so when I'm having a house full of a lot of people all of the points of stress and difficulty and things that I have to lay down before the Lord and ask him for help with are the exact same things that whoever, like whatever your, your pinch point, your stretching point is, those are the exact same things you'll have to do at that point. So like if for you, five people is like mind boggling, yeah, you will have to lay it down when it doesn't go the way you want to. You will have to let your feelings not be the boss of you when you're panicking because you don't know how this is going to get pulled off. You know, Mm -hmm. it's all the same thing. (laughs) Yes. Wherever you're at. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Did that answer that question? Uh, I think so. Yeah. How did you get started? Yeah. I was like, wait, what was my question today? Right. I know. That's too far back though. All right, are we ready for lightning round? I love right. lightning round. Okay, I keep thinking, I need to help think up some oh, lightning questions, but okay. I never remember to. No, now I'm going to go to, I someday, oh, I'm yeah. actually oh, going to, um, someday I'm going to write all this down in my book so that I have it, because now I'm pulling it from a bunch of weird places. So. I know, because I was thinking, I should get you that book. I think it's called the book of thunks and it's like they're not lightning <laughs> questions but they're like weird questions that, that awesome. are kind of fun too yeah okay but how far back was that kimmy sent me a whole bunch of lightning she like, round how did she have all those i don't know ready I was to like, go. this is why i need other people because my brain does not think in gamey mm-hmm. fun ways yeah i know i was so, like wow kimmy should write board games or right. something because it's an amazing <laughs> amount of questions just right Okay. Okay. I found them. <laughs> Clearly I need to star these and find them better next time. Okay. Um, ideal hamburger toppings. Ooh. Mm. Uh, lettuce, tomatoes, pickles, cheese, of course, because okay. that's not even what a kind? topping. Cheddar. Okay. Like Tillamook cheddar. Mm. Is the, I just had a Tillamook cheddar uh, snack with Maggie. Mm. That's right. Uh, uh, Forrest and Stephanie's wedding. I loved the cheese was like, uh, wait, was that the wedding? Yeah, not the rehearsal dinner, right? The cheese, it was pre-graded, yes, which and is that was very controversial. Yes. But it was pre-graded Tillamook. And it was oh. the kind where it's like the country style uh-huh. grading that looks really, it's very Beautiful. pretty. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I remember I thinking, wow, these people are my kind of people. They have serious <laughs> cheese opinions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Um, what are your ideal hamburger toppings? Cheese, cheese and cheese, and then some more cheese. Cause I'm always like, why am I going to eat this yeah, burger? Yeah, that's not even a topping though. That's right. like I a know. given. Of the burger. So yes. sad. Yes. It's, it's like a, a sad little burger. <laughs> Cheddar. And then I will do any, mm-hmm. mostly, except for, I don't like pepper jack, but oh, I, love I know people love too. it. I wish I loved it. Sean loves yeah. it too. Yeah. But almost any kind of cheese yeah. and I like, uh, bacon and yeah. ketchup and. Probably that. Lettuce and tomato? Are you like a vegetable? I don't like tomatoes, but I do like lettuce sometimes. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, these are not as much lightning round. These are more favorites. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Favorite movie? Mm. I'd probably have to say Pride and Prejudice. Like the Colin first one. Oh, yeah. Six hours with all the details. Yep. You? That's also a good way to kill time when you're sick because then Mm -hmm. you're like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Five hours handled. Half a day. (laughs) I'm going to be better soon. Uh, Mine is UHF. Oh, yeah. yeah. just came up with Abigail played it for her dad and she was like, he thought it was hilarious and I liked mm-hmm. it again. I'm like, that's because mm-hmm. it's amazing. It is pretty funny. Favorite song? 
Man, a favorite song. I, I don't feel even like this know. is like this how is do you even classify favorite this? song like, this week that you would pick? I yeah. I feel like this is not favorite song ever because who even has one of those? Because yeah, are you talking about like favorite song to sing at church? Right. Favorite yeah, yeah. song to hear on the radio. Pick favorite. whichever okay. answer of those you want. I so I'm really bad at names of things. So the one at church that we sing where, um, oh, Behold Our God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like I want to cry every time because it's like listening to everybody sing it yeah. and we're beholding our God and right. like yeah. think, picturing him listening to us all standing mm-hmm. before him. It's like pretty yeah. cool. I so. will say that for people that do not go to our church, the singing at our church seems fake. It's like, <laughs> it's so it loud. You're like what is happening in here? Like, it's so loud. It's, it's really like good loud. Yeah. yeah. Like people <laughs> no, are just percent worshiping yes. all. Yeah. It's so like, Whoa. Yeah. I love Especially it. Especially on that song where they cut out and it's just acapella. I know. I love it. I'm so like, turn the, the instruments up. Yeah. yeah Cause yeah, well, it. and because the school has actually like taught the kids how to sing. And then the adults have also learned quite a bit. We sound like actually okay you're right. like this is nice it's right. not like just yeah. howling or whatever it's not just loud yeah, <laughs> yeah i feel really like good. all of the heaven songs like anytime okay. we are at the communion yeah. portion of the service and there is any kind of like done with this body moving yeah. on in heaven i'm like stop it mm-hmm. stop it I'm and stop it. Yeah. because stop during it. communion all the people are coming up too yeah. and you're watching yeah. them yeah. and to see the it's body. just really fun yeah, yeah. favorite that. song nice. okay i'm gonna go blue on black by Kenny Wayne Shepherd. And we saw Kenny Wayne Shepherd in concert. He opened for oh, I can't remember now, someone terrible at the casino. But oh. outside, not like we didn't have to uh-huh. go into the casino, but yeah. I'm answering awesome. that two times. The favorite song, because yeah. I have two that popped up. Oh, okay, because did Mark you answer Cone, hamburger? No, I didn't. So okay. I saved mine and I'm doing two. Okay, songs. okay, okay. Mark Cohn, uh True Companion. Oh, yeah, I that, love song, that song. That song. I was already crying song. on my way to your house, and then I listened to that, and I was like, "This is dumb, but I love this no, song." No, for real, that song. So it'll good. come when I just have everything shuffled. Yeah. And so, like, I'll be in the middle of cutting like a million pounds of chicken or something. You can't skip you can't. it, and then you're like, "This is too emotional." I'm trying to just cut chicken, and you're like, "This song is so good, <laughs> yeah. so good." And also, David Wilcox, who I don't recommend entirely all the way, but I used to love him hard, and I'm going back through his songs, and he has got a song called "Rusty Old American Dream," which is about a car that like needs a new boy to own it and it is my favorite i love it right now so good um okay favorite color well i could steal my thunder from tomorrow or wednesday oh yeah thing on there it won't be posted probably not i think um this was at esther's wedding shower esther martin Mm -hmm. before she was married Mm -hmm. um now Esther Blasio, yeah. um, <laughs> they had Esther, asked her fiance at the time um, what his favorite color was, mm-hmm. and it was contrast. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> that is it. But if I had to pick a color, I'd probably pick white. But oh, it's not really a color. That doesn't gray is my favorite color. So yeah. I it used to be black, and then it moved to gray. But red, I think red. red. I think I'd pick red. There, you fixed yeah. us. That's yeah, it's better. Um, is making the bed in the morning a must? Yeah, I mean, I try. <laughs> no, but now, mm-hmm. like sometimes it, it was, but now I never do. Sean does mm-hmm. because it, now I actually can do it. He started doing it when any kind of blanket movement would dislocate my shoulders. Uh-huh. So, uh, I can now 
flip. I can whoosh a blanket awesome, without nice. my arms coming out. But that's awesome. He still does it. He's we're nice. just our schedules have always been so up and down. It's oh, like that's right. Because whoever is last out of bed is <laughs> yeah, the one that right. makes it. Yeah, because so. Terry has he's had very different schedules, yeah. so the bed yeah. is being used a lot. Yeah, sometimes it's yeah. like sixteen hours a day. There's somebody in it. So yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That is funny. An item in your house most people would think is weird, but you love it, and why? Ooh. I feel like you would have really weird things in your house because you have very <laughs> you have cool stuff antique like you yeah. have a cool collection of things that could be weird. I guess my I have a giant uh, bingo hopper mm. like yeah no that I, I love that use yeah. cool. as a fireplace yeah in air quotes because uh-huh. we have Christmas lights in it and yeah so it's kind of fun weird but fun that is weird yeah and fun. it's cute I like it in there I cannot th- I'm like do I have a weird thing I don't know uh, no I can't think of one. Well, soon, hanging up in my laundry room, there will be a mixed tile of the guy that (laughs) (laughs) smuggling hummingbirds in his pants. That picture is going to go in my laundry room. That's weird. That is weird. That's also where I'm putting all my weird out paraphernalia. I realized, oh, I could hang all this in my laundry room. So that's where it's all going. If that wasn't. I have a put man that in the in notes underwear. Also. I would say you should use that for the picture. For but real? honestly, it, it, was, it is picture ever. It is and probably very offensive. But the right. guy, he like carefully used medical tape to tape the little bird's wings down and then made this like insert to his pants <laughs> where he like tucked them into these little pockets. The weirdest. And the little birds are like they're just like hanging out in there. You're like Wait, what? what are you doing? And why in your pants? Why wouldn't you have made a thing to like go around your stomach or something? Like, what are you doing? So weird. Um, okay, last one. Weirdest food you've ever eaten? We are not a super stretchy food family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Our year um, that we homeschooled that um we studied eastern hemisphere and so i tried to every week have somebody if there was somebody we knew from Mm -hmm. the country we were studying or had been there whatever Mm -hmm. um we would have them make us dinner or i would yeah, yeah i would stretch and you know pull things mostly if it was weird I would stick to breads because you can't yeah. really mess up breads yep. too much um but so I think we had like sushi which mm-hmm. I know sounds benign to lots of people but well, like that is a huge stretch for our family. I actually <laughs> feel like sushi has only recently become more normal like I remember when yeah. I was a kid that was not available at the grocery mm-hmm. store you, you didn't yeah. have like a sushi deli section right. so yeah. yeah I get that no you, recently it is like every food yeah. like you're supposed to know all of the kinds yeah. of food where I'm like I don't know about that I I do not I cannot remember specifically I feel like probably a bug like because okay. I am not I am not a wide eater but I am a wide I'll try basically anything mm-hmm. one time mm-hmm. and then I'm like okay did that so I feel like I have eaten bugs and like okay, maybe bugs worms in a candy in, kind of a thing or just I like a straight like up bug chocolate ants maybe a chocolate covered yeah, uh-huh. maybe something like that. I feel like that, and then like we d- we've done the little kinds that are in candy. Also, look mm-hmm. that look like they're in amber yep. or whatever. But yep. um, yeah, I I have had friends though that have tried like like Phil Johnson eats 
he he's eaten balut a few times, which is the duck embryo. It's so gross. You're just like I I don't no. know if I would try that. I no. feel like that's too much. And my dad works is at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no we're like, like that but is I mean like, you eat them anyways when they're grown. I know, so. but it's sad because it you're like, but it was a baby and it was inside its little egg still. I don't uh-huh. know if you should do that. Which is kind of weird because you eat the egg. And yeah, then you eat the true. adult duck, so you're like, does well, it matter where? It and is that's in the because re- for a long time I didn't eat eggs because they just grossed me. Out. Like uh-huh. I got it into my head that I was just like, it's so weird. It's like right. a potential baby chicken. I feel like I shouldn't eat it. But uh, what was the other thing I was gonna say? He, I can't remember, but blue is pretty gross because also that it's got gross. like tiny bones in it, <clears throat> and yeah. you don't. Do- oh yeah, and my dad he worked at a restaurant where they served mountain oysters all the time. So oh, he. Yeah has prepped and eaten those. I have never had that though. No, me either. I but I like the sign through Montana. I always enjoy that. It's oh, the it Rocky says- Mountain Oyster Festival. Ah. And at the bottom it says, have a ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And it makes me laugh every time. Um, I went to a seafood restaurant in Korea with my cousin's Ooh. brother we traveling. And there were a lot of things that I would uh, not eat there. I have other little Because I stuff. also am not a super wide eater. Yeah. Um, but I did eat a fish eye. Ooh. And it was very strangely not bad. I mean, it was like chalky. So it was just chalky. like. Chalky. I would have thought it would do of, like a tomato yeah, explosion. No, oh, no, okay. Because it was cooked. And it oh, okay. was just like a chalky went away and had no flavor. It was Ugh. just like nothing. So it was because I also have a huge gag factor. So like any yeah. kind of thing. I went to a Ukrainian wedding one time and they were <laughs> serving some sort of like flat liver that had been cooked really hard and it was even breaded and I we were sitting at the table with the grandparents so I felt like I had to extra not look like I was gonna throw it up but I was so close I mean I'm like Lord please help me swallow (laughs) so yeah I do not have a real wine that's the hospitality of eating my husband has Yes, totally. I will try to eat your delicacy that I hate. Yes, Yes. pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, that's like when I I had a Japanese friend that she and her family had moved pretty recently to the United States. And she invited me over and I ate some sushi that I was like, I don't know what this is. It was Mm -hmm. not like California rolls. It was not Mm -hmm. anything like I was like, I don't know. But she is like, it was clear they were really excited to give it to me. So I was like, I will eat it. I don't know what it is. Right. I do remember when I was at Bible College, um, we, they did like a missionary thing where they actually invited people uh, from the community who were from different parts of the world. Um, So you were going on like a mission trip and so you'd land in the places and they offered us this, uh, chocolate it was from somewhere in south america like a beverage chocolate mm. not sweetened and i'm like oh my gosh i have to drink this and it was like chunky oh it was really <sighs> gross but i mean oh, yeah that reminds me i had a friend that was in the peace court in nicaragua and i went down and stayed with her for a while and i can't remember it was somebody's house that we were staying at and whatever they served us and I had already been sick the whole time oh. we were down there <laughs> and whatever they served us was like bouncy gooey softness <laughs> it was really i was like i don't think i'm gonna be able to do this so she ate mine and it was one of those where i think we switched plates and she just took the whole thing for the team i was like oh thank you yeah <laughs> that was when oh. I, we went to england for a missions conference I, I worked for the missions department so i went to help like <clears throat> set up all the stuff or whatever 
And I think that I lost eight pounds on this two week trip because so we're at a conference center. So I'm not saying all of England's food is like this, but it was amazing. Like we, the thing that I was like, what is this? They have like, it's like a loaf of kind of soggy bread, but inside of it is an egg, a hard boiled egg, like a few of them. So as you cut it, you get this like weird kind of like banana bread texture with then part of a hard boiled egg just in the center of it. And you're like, why? Why is this in here? I don't know why. (laughs) Seems like this is hard to make it. Why did you do this? So weird. Yeah. Man. Uh, And they also, the salad dressing that was offered to us was mayonnaise. Jonathan would love it. It's (laughs) giving salad greens and they're like, here's some mayo. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Oh man. There's weird things like that. Well, guys the charge of the day is go be hospitable and don't forget to receive the hospitality yeah yes. serve Somebody. everybody an egg inside of some bread <laughs> exactly <laughs> i love it Woo. all bye. right bye